You're listening to The Toolbox, a podcast from Westwood Church's college ministry designed to train, equip, and encourage college students and young adults in their walk with Jesus as they take the gospel to a fallen world. Welcome back to another episode of The Toolbox. I'm Christian Bear, and today we're going to jump back into apologetics and evangelism. Um, We spent a couple weeks just kind of over the past month really looking at some theological and biblical studies areas um, and doing a Q&A. But today we're going to jump back into uh, kind of the heart of this podcast regarding apologetics and evangelism. Um, And today we're going to look at uh, the four questions of life. Uh, These four questions stem from the teachings of now the late Ravi Zacharias and They're super practical um, and helping us in our evangelism and as we seek to defend the Christian faith, the Christian worldview from a rising tide of secularism and um, just objections to the Christian faith as we live in a postmodern world that doesn't seek to give answers to the big questions of life, to these questions that we have. Um, So what I want to do is walk through each of these questions and walk through how the Christian worldview actually provides answers for them. And as we look at these, um, they fit neatly into four categories of origin, morality, meaning, and destiny. And these are the things that we all think about to varying degrees. Some may we may think more about than others. Um, that some of them may plague us nightly as we uh, stay up and are seeking answers. And as Christians, we ask these questions. We look for answers to these questions in the Word of God. Um, but I remember as a non-believer having um, some of these questions plague my thoughts. Um, day and night would constantly be thinking. And it, at times it was easier to just not look for answers than to think about the fact that I didn't have answers to these big questions of life. So with that being said, let's dive into these four questions and I hope that you become encouraged to ask these to anybody that you meet, um, whether they're a Christian or a non-Christian, because as Christians, we're called to be prepared to give a defense of the hope that we have in Jesus. And so I think these questions can help us be prepared in doing uh, such that. So the first question is relating to origin. So really it's where did everything come from? The reality of life is that there is something rather than nothing. I don't know if maybe that's a spoiler alert to you, but there is something rather than nothing. The fact that you are something is evidence that there is something rather than nothing. Um, so no one you meet is going to deny this truth. Uh, an atheist who's a materialist will say, um, there is something, there is, a, there is a rock, there is material being. So why is there something? Why is that? Why is that the case? Where did it all come from? Uh, some will point to a big bang. Some will say um, it was always was there from eternity. It's always been. Uh, but as Christians, we can point people to a creation moment in Genesis 1. And we can say, in the beginning, God created. And so our options are that it either nothing either sprang out of something either sprang out of nothing, so nothing created something, which doesn't make sense. Uh, the universe always was in being, so the universe has always been there, um, which science would deny. Science points to a creation moment. 
or we can point to the biblical worldview and say uh, that God created something out of nothing. So creation is ex nihilo. That's what the Genesis account shows us. And that as human beings, it shows us even more. It shows us that as human beings, we are created in the, in the image of God. And so we get from the account in Genesis that there is something rather than nothing because God created everything. He created the heavens and the earth. He created you and he created me. God is the creator of all things. And so our answer to where did everything come from is that God created it all. The second question is concerning morality. How can we know what is right and wrong? This is such an important question because if there's no standard to stand on, then our views of what is right and wrong just ebb and flow with the days. In a worldview that doesn't stand on objective truth, such as the Word of God, then there's no reason why anyone could argue that murder is wrong or that pedophilia or rape is wrong. But with the biblical worldview, we can argue from a logical standpoint what is right and what is wrong because the Bible reveals to us a just and holy God and it gives us this standard, this objective truth for what is right and wrong. Now that's not to say that an atheist couldn't say that rape or pedophilia is wrong. Um, Of course they could. But it is to say that an atheist can't logically argue what is right and wrong. They have no standard to argue from. They have no place that they can point to and say right here is why this is right or right here is why this is wrong. An atheist simply does not believe uh, a standard of objective truth in such as the word of God to be true. And in 10 years, what they say is wrong right now could be the very same thing they say is right. And so as Christians, we come to the world that's, you know, kind of saying there is no truth, but your own truth. We come to it with the objective truth of the word of God. And from that objective truth, we can say what is right and wrong because God has given us his word. He has revealed to us not only uh, things like the Ten Commandments, which give us a standard of right and wrong, but he's revealed to us himself as a just and holy God, as the true standard of what it means for to be good. Third question. This one's on the topic of meaning. What is the meaning of life? What is my purpose? This is a question that had me staying up late at night. I remember countless nights questioning, what is my purpose? Is there more to life than just the things of this world? Are these things that I'm doing now, are they are they just pointless? Are they they're just they just feel so empty, they leave me craving more? Um, and that's that's a reality of life. For us as humans, we accomplish something and then we ask the question, okay, what will I accomplish next? What can I do that's bigger, that's better, that's newer? And so the world says that there is really no purpose of life except continually to benefit yourself, doing whatever makes you happy, doing whatever is good. And so as Christians, we can come to this question of what's the purpose of life um, and answer it in a way that seems so counterintuitive to this world. 
Uh, I think the Westminster Catechism really just puts it straightforward and probably in the most accurate way. It says that the chief end of man, so the purpose of life, is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. So as Christians, that's our purpose, right? To glorify God and enjoy Him. I believe we glorify God by enjoying Him. And this comes from pursuing acts of holiness and being constantly in pursuit of the spiritual disciplines, which we've talked about plenty of times here on The Toolbox. These acts lead us to a deeper love and a deeper devotion to God. And as we grow deeper in intimacy with Him, we bring more glory to our Father who is in heaven. Fourth and final question uh, is the topic of destiny. What happens when I die? This is a question uh, that many Christians ask. This is a question that many non-Christians ask. And right now we're in a time where death is at the forefront, right? Um, Wherever you're at, you turn on a news station, you're going to see it. Um, The death ticker from coronavirus. Um, You're going to see just the conversation of people dying being at the forefront. And it's nothing new, right? I think before COVID-19 happened, we all knew that we would die. That's a reality that every human must face. If you are alive, that means you will die. And so right now we're faced with this though. And so we're asking the question of what happens when I die? What is my destiny beyond this life? And so as Christians, this is really where we get the opportunity to come into a world that's seeking an answer to such a crucial question and point them to the hope that we have in God. So as Christians, we can ask this question, what happens when I die? And when someone says, I don't know, or uh, they give a re- some idea of what they think happens when we die, and it's not lining up with the Word of God, we can point them to the reality that God has revealed to us. There's two paths. There's the, the path that leads to glory and honor and mortality for those who have put their faith in Jesus, that they'll be in heaven with God, worshiping Him um, and bringing glory to God forever. But there's also the other reality, the the sobering reality that those outside of Christ, those who do not put their faith in Christ, will be under his judgment. That they will face the wrath of God for eternity. One uh, pastor put it this way, that uh, the reality of uh, eternity, and eternity specifically in hell, is that when you're 10,000 years in, you're no closer to the beginning than you are to the end. And so for us as Christians, we should take that reality of eternity and have a hope in eternity with God in heaven. And that should fuel our desires to point people to the hope of Jesus, to point people to the reality that without faith in Christ, they will be under his righteous judgment that they don't have to be storing up for themselves wrath now. Our job, our role as Christians is to point people to Jesus. And so when it comes to this question of destiny, when it comes to uh, asking what happens when you die, we must point them to the reality that our only hope in life and in death is that we are God's. I hope you take these questions to to the world. I hope they 
you are able to ask your friends, ask your family these questions, and that they leave to fruitful conversation about what we think about the world. Um, these four questions, when you ask them, will reveal to you what people think, what they think about themselves, what they think about other people, um, and what they think ultimately about life. So I hope that uh, these questions bring you much fruit in your evangelism. And uh, if you have more questions uh, or would like more tips on how to apply these or more information on the four fundamental questions of life um, and where to find them, you can always email that to me, christian at mywestwood.org. As always, if you want more information about Westwood Church, such as service times or other ministries, you can always go to mywestwood.org. Until next time, friends, grace and peace.